Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're in the K-Fire Cafe. Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve Nagel, DC. 180 Health Solutions. 180HealthNow.com. Twin City Drive Mandan and all the other little things that could be thrown out there. So cholesterol. <laughs> good it's, afternoon. Eggs are good. Eggs are bad. Cholesterol's good. Cholesterol's bad. There's good. There's bad. Yeah. What, I, what's the truth? I thought that'd be a great topic for today. You're um, absolutely right, because that's one of those things you hear, oh, you can't have these. Oh, well, you can have them. And then in all cholesterol is bad. Well, wait, there's good, there's bad. Ugh. Straight it out. Right. Like, what do you know? What do you believe? Like, <laughs> and there's, and that's, I think one of the hardest parts for people is navigating the world of food and nutrition because of all the misinformation out there. Um, which, people are, which started in school with the food pyramid, right? Which yeah. we all found out. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> That's who put who put the food food pyramid together? We yeah. talked about that, right? What other? Yeah, we and we have talked about that, but not everybody's catching every week. Yeah, and for the, sure. You know, I mean, people people get in and out of cars and stuff. The food pyramid department of industry. The department of industry. Nothing to do That's with the department what, of health. Yeah, what is the Department of like the Department of Commerce? Is that what we're well, talking about? Or? Um, well, they basically looked at what pr- what products were produced around the country, okay, and how to distribute them, and they put together a food pyramid for it. So, so we are, this is what we want you to buy. Is yeah, what the food exactly. Is? This is not. Yeah, it has nothing to do with what we want you to eat. How, this is what we want did, you to buy. How did that become what school so, teachers all taught so us? That yeah. this is what we need to eat. That's and, a whole. Yeah, and, I, and I'm guessing with teachers, well, it's what they were told to tell and didn't question it. And it looks, it looks on the surface somewhat reasonable. Well, you also, meat, yeah. some vegetables, and oh, da, 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 in da, there. yeah, you know. So it's like, well, okay, we're not going to question. It's not like they're telling you to have five chocolate malts a day then you go wait a minute this can't be right yeah but well they got i mean plenty of dairy on the pyramid well yeah yeah we're supposed to have all that all that six to eleven servings of bread interesting that we should be eating more bread because that we should be eating more bread than we should be fruits vegetables and healthy meats interesting very interesting right now, maybe in the 70s or whatever, we didn't think to question that. You certainly didn't have as many diets in the 70s that said, you know, you really need to cut that stuff out. Every every diet, every mainstream diet anyway, had that in there back then. We're discovering, well, it's not crazy. so fast. Like, if you look back, like the Weston A. Price Foundation, um, it's been around for decades. And I mean, they've been they've been trying to scream the truth for, for decades. And I mean, I, I got into this world probably what? Well, I graduated. I was going to chiropractic school in 2004. So I got into this world about 2006 when I started really getting into food and nutrition. And so, I mean, even even I've been screaming it for 13 years. But most of what we know about food and nutrition has been just made up. Like, it's completely just confabulated research. Um, and there's actually a lot of stuff coming out right now about how the sugar and, and grain industry has been influencing um, a lot of research and a lot of university, like, teachings towards nutritionists, dietitians, um, and even, like, medical doctors about what people should and shouldn't be eating it's, it's fascinating when you look look at it and so how do we know what's true how do we know what's right be it eggs well, be it whatever so when i look at it you have to look at the physiological mechanisms of how these foods work right in the human body 
and then you also have to look look at like who's our like you can't study you can't study health by studying a sick society right and we know that in america we have one of we we are the sickest of all industrialized countries in the world well, that's a scary thought because I'm sure the average Chronic, the average American who doesn't follow health issues and stuff probably thinks yeah, of us as the healthiest we're, because yeah. we're not Ethiopia, we're not sitting here in famine right. with and flies we're, all right, over us and we're stuff fed, like that. Fed the mainstream TV right. and we're TV not, lies not, about how healthy we are right. and how good our we're not sitting there with is. that bowl of gruel that the UN dropped on us or <laughs> right <laughs> whatever. So we right. we see us we see ourselves as the, the worst health, but we spend the most. We're good at spending money, and but we're really good at actually making that money count when it comes to your health. Okay, folks, we're going to get to the egg thing, but where are we? And what I say it? by we, What's, I don't mean me. I mean right. the medical system, which right. we, which I disagree with how they manage pretty much most chronic disease in our world. Today. Casey thought every doctor agreed with every doctor. Ah, uh, no, that's like saying every sports fan agrees with every sports fan. We all know that ain't true. So, same goes. Okay. Well, yeah. get back to so that. So back since, to these eggs, since, right? Since I, since I, since I, yeah, which, which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> egg uh, so eggs are now good for you because we went through that phase where, wow, well, they have cholesterol. You can't eat eggs, right? So that's that. That's the thing. Like they, they go back to the egg yolk and the cholesterol and egg yolks, right? But what the research shows is that there's really very little difference when it comes to cholesterol levels. Number one, which is the first kind of misnomer. But if you even want to look at cholesterol itself, 80 to 90% of cholesterol in your body is actually produced by your own liver, which means that only 10 to 20% is based upon how much cholesterol you're consuming. Now, that's not saying that your cholesterol is, isn't dependent upon the foods you're eating, but what we, what, but what we do know is that it's, it's not dependent upon cholesterol or fat consumption. So don't go crazy, but at the same time, don't well, get all paranoid. You, well, no, you can eat it. Like you can eat a massive amount of of healthy fats and still be healthy. Right, right. The thing of the matter is, it's it's your inflammatory foods that create increases in cholesterol. Because cholesterol is a actually it's actually a hormone that your liver will, will it's a precursor to all your to number one to all your steroid hormones, right? Um, estrogen, testosterone, like all these um, progesterone. Um, cortisol, cortisone, all these different chemicals that your body actually creates to try to manage and keep your body in a state of homeostasis. Your body will create, it, it, use, it, it needs cholesterol to make those hormones. And so if we're handcuffing the body by taking, whether it's an herbal, like, um, like there's different herbs that a person can take to magically lower their cholesterol, right? Or if we're taking a statin or whatever, that's handcuffing that, uh, your body's ability to heal. Right, and so when we have a lot of inflammation going on throughout our body, your cholesterol is simply your body's, like your HDL and your LDL. We always hear those terms, right? Everybody knows of those terms. All that, all they are, is simply carrier molecules, like like, to carry materials to and from the site of injury. Right. So if we have inflammation going on throughout our body, there's a mild amount of immune action or immune reactivity throughout our body. And your LDL, low-density lipoprotein, is simply a carrier molecule that carries cholesterol from your liver. I think about L, LDL being low, the Lowe's truck, right? It hauls new materials to the job site. Why do they keep telling us that's the bad cholesterol? 
because what we see is most people have so much inflammation that there's a huge imbalance in LDL and HDL. Meaning, so you have too many Lowe's trucks. Then is that what you're saying? Yeah, meaning because okay. you're yeah you're ordering all these these Lowe's trucks because you got so much. By the way, for you Lowe's damage. folks, there is no such thing as too many Lowe's trucks. <laughs> We're talking about for the human right. body here. Right. <laughs> yeah. And HDL. Before somebody says, right. "Wait a minute, we could, we could bring a lot of stuff to you from Lowe's." <laughs> And so then what HDL is, it is, it, it's, um, if you want to go with an acronym, I, I call it haul to the dump, right? It okay. hauls the, the, the breakdown products of healing, right? The, the junk that gets, that your body needs to clear out, it hauls that back to the liver to be processed out and either recycled or gotten rid of. Okay. And so what happens is we get this huge imbalance because of all the inflammation going on in our body and then LDL gets a bad rap. Now, not, that's not to say that there's even break you can even break down and most people have never actually had a full breakdown of their lipoproteins right and uh, of their ldl and that's it right and maybe a triglycerides which has nothing to do with cholesterol but everything to do with how your body handles sugar okay so (laughs) um, and so you change the sugar consumption and and fix some of those underlying issues and those triglyceride numbers markedly come down it has very little to do with with actually um cholesterol consumption so if a person even hypothetically speaking um had a cholesterol of let's say 300 right um let's say you know and if they and if they cut out like let's say they were eating a lot of saturated fat and they cut out all of it all saturated fat they got rid of the most they're going to make a difference is from 30 to 60 points in that Mm. at the most right okay but if you look at their, if you look at those lifestyle factors, if you look at that person, I guarantee they're gonna have either have a combination of massive amount of chemical, physical, and emotional stress in their body. Like if you look at their lifestyle factors, it's their body literally trying to protect itself from from killing itself because of all the stress. Hmm. Yeah, pretty fascinating when you start to actually look at. It's not quite the, the way you end up hearing about it from uh, your. No average PCP or whatever. No, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like um. So like, another way that I've heard it explained is that side of that inflammation where there's tissue breakdown and repair, right? It's like there's a is if there's a crime going on there, cholesterol yeah. is like the police department. Hmm. Right. They're good. They yeah. should show. Up. It should. It better show up there. Yeah. And well, it, yeah. And, and so, but blaming them for the problem is completely off base. So back to eggs, are they good for you? <laughs> are they good or bad for you? Todd, you know you're never going to get a simple answer from me, right? <laughs> so it depends. Well, right? if there is a simple answer, I should, but that right. But if there isn't, then don't right. don't so dumb it down to one. Number one depends on one. the first thing is it depends upon the eggs. Right? If you're getting yeah. them like free range eggs, like that are actually pastured eggs. Um, like for my good, can I mention their name again? I, sure, I love to give them a for shout example. Out. For example, my friends out at Nourished by Nature, right? They pasture their eggs, meaning they they live in they 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 cage up at night. They're trained to go into their coop at night, but the, and then at night, it's it's really fascinating when you see like they got these horse trailers that they've turned into chicken coops, oh, and wow. so uh, so they take them out to the pasture, and then they let them out during and then during the day they go out and they eat bugs, they eat. Um, you know maggots growing on poop like they eat <laughs> like they they do what are what do chickens not try used to this do, at home right? folks right yes um and then and then at <laughs> night they go back into the coop to sleep and then they'll hook up the coop and move it to the next spot and they hmm. and so that they, there's a whole system there of that um and and they'll follow they I didn't move know their, you could train a chicken but i'm a city guy so i, I wouldn't know well they're gonna things. roost somewhere right 
Yeah. I mean, and so, and and not all chickens are going to do that, right? The ones that have been that have been bred in factories for for decades, they've lost a lot of that innate intelligence and in, like to do that sort of thing, which is. I heard that, some crazy that stuff. That happened with humans too. When you oh well, yeah, and that's what they're talking about. I mean, it's, it's a sidetrack. Dumb and, breeds, dumb breeds, dumb breeds, <laughs> dumb. Is that is that how that works with humans too? Well, they say our vocabulary has decreased over fifty percent since like the nineteen sixties. Groovy. Yeah, I mean because <laughs> because we're not humor. you know we're not exposing ourselves to much as much of a variety of literature. Females, women, because of the high rate of um, C sections. Mm-hmm. There, there's I've seen some stuff about them potentially even losing like the innate ability to give birth, and so it, like it can be really it can be harder mm-hmm. it can be more of a challenge for them, and that's where you're seeing a lot, one of the reasons you're seeing a lot more troubles like during the birthing process. Anyhow, wow. that's a whole that's a whole another side <laughs> side note there about the whole like well, the whole birthing birthing process <laughs> in America today. How and, we look and at Doctor Steve is not a birthing doctor, or right? Any of that well, stuff. So the egg, right? So. Cholesterol in the egg is is going to be very little, um, very, make very little difference whatsoever, right? Now, the yolk itself, right, the fatty content of it is really important. That's where getting pastured eggs is important um, because the when you, when you have pastured eggs versus ones that are f- grown in a factory and basically fed nothing but grain their whole life, right, the 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 fats that are in them become either, are either very anti or very anti-inflammatory or very pro-inflammatory meaning either they 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 bring down or normalize inflammation or they literally create inflammation mm. okay and so and so when you're and and so if you look at the profiles uh the the fatty acid profiles of a pasture chicken and a, a factory chicken they're completely different right and people will even say they taste way better too Right, they'll like your your, your ones that are you, know, you can get them local and, and that sort of thing. That yeah. they're the egg yolks are nice and colored. Right, it's not just an aesthetic thing; it's actually a nutritional thing too. So, so not only do they not taste better, egg. not only do they taste better. Right, people say, "Well, eating healthy has to be so hard." Right, well, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, get why, some why good would you deliberately eat something that tastes worse? <laughs> because you can design. get it for like a buck fifty, and it's convenient. Okay, and so now every time we walk by the egg section or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 an well, egg is not an egg is not an egg, and I, well, think, the I thing. think people like me being me being ignorant city guy because I don't, yeah, you know, I don't know all the the various farming ranching things. I just simply don't. It wasn't, yeah. you know, I grew up in Inner City, Minneapolis. That's what I grew up with. So you you see eggs, and they're eggs. They come out of a chicken. A chicken's a chicken. An egg's an egg. <laughs> right. Well, yep. that's not quite the case. Yep. One more lie I've been taught my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that's the thing. Like we grew up, we grew up in a grocery store and, and, you know, I think a lot of people really get disconnected with where that stuff comes from. And that's one of the reasons I always encourage like people to visit your local farms that are actually doing direct farmer to consumer like production, like taking away the middle person. Cause mm-hmm. you'll see what real food products look oh, like sure. and how they're raised. It's really fascinating. Kids eyes get open in our Agri International when we take them to the, the whole farm to fork thing and all mm-hmm. that. It's because you're right. Yeah. Food comes from a star. No, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, it comes from a carton. No, it doesn't. Right? Like (laughs) a a box, a a package of, you know, hamburger helper, right? Where'd that come from? Like, Mm. it's it's scary to think, you know, how much of it's made in a factory. I was going to say, and how many factories, even the stuff that's not made in a factory, where that stuff all came from. Right. So, your eggs, same thing with. um, Is that what you you call it? Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hamburger herder, when you call it then? What do I, what I call it? It hurts the hamburger, so it's hamburger oh, herder. herder. Oh, helper instead of herder, I get it. <laughs> took a second it took me a second well you know what folks figure that out when you see that on this the store shelf and you think why don't i just get a box of that (laughs) now you're going to remember you're never going to look at that box again and not think hamburger hurt her yeah so same thing with and you know it's the same thing when it comes to like all this misinformation about is is meat right is red meat good good for you or bad for you oh well let's ask let's ask a bigger question right well where did this research come from and what sort of what sort of lifestyle are those those cows are they feedlot cattle because feedlot cattle just same thing as those eggs right they have a very high their the the fats in them are very much pro-inflammatory there's virtually zero of omega-3s in a feedlot cow Right. And so it's a sick and it's just like if you try to if you try to put a human into a feedlot and get it and put on a lot of weight in a hurry, because that's what they do at feedlots. Right. They want right. they want to put on the weight so that they can you know charge more. So same thing if you do to a human, you create really unhealthy fats. And so um, just like you'd create a really unhealthy human if you put them in a feedlot, which most Americans are. I think pretty that's much, I think that's how I was bred was. And des- domesticated, right? <laughs> well, like we even see that with dogs, right? We domesticated dogs, and now they have problems with obesity, with thyroid problems, with dementia, like with um, like Wait, depression, dogs anxiety. Get dementia? I didn't know that one, but well, anyway, I mean, yeah, yeah they I have mean, problems, but the brain, like degenerative brain disorders. Yeah, okay, you know, and, really and so you're seeing that. all these autoimmune problems in our animals today, and you got to ask, like, well, what's 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 going on with these animals, right? Why right. is that race absolutely just skyrocketed? Whole other topic, but. But we we but feed them chemicals, it, and like when we feed ourselves well, chemicals, then that's go look at the dog food. The typical dog food at the store. It's like, like, like what sort of dogs ancestrally ever ate grain? Never been a dog before, so I guess I don't know that answer. But yeah, I mean, you're right. What what, what did our ancestors what, feed our dogs? They well, well, before dogs became like be, became like pets of humans, right? That wasn't right. always that way. They used to live in the wild, right? And what do they, they, I mean, they weren't harvesting and planting grain. <laughs> no. What were they doing? You know, Whatever they could kill. They're hunters. Right. Right. They're strictly carnivor- carnivorous animals. Right. Right. And so. So why are we feeding them all this stuff that. Cheap. Uh, bottom dollar. Stop being cheap. Yeah. Well. You get what you pay for. Garbage in, garbage well, out. Well, not people. I'm not saying the consumers. I'm saying the producers. Like the people uh-huh. that are make like that are well, let's, but, hey let's let's have a dog food company. But the same does apply to people because the the, the cheaper egg is cheaper. Well, yeah, it's not a better but egg. But if though. you don't know better, there's no reason to. I mean, and that's the thing. Like our like that's why it's great to be able to talk about this on the radio to help people to understand. These right, things, right, right, right. Because most people have never really been exposed to actually any of that research, and it's really inconvenient for your your huge conglomerate food companies for people to actually know about food and nutrition because then they have to change their ways and that brings more cost what if you get just one of those guys to change their way 
and they corner the they're, market, then all of a sudden everybody's going to march well, in lockstep. Wait a minute, they're cornering the market. What? That's the the because what what happens well, the when, when moving. Like a, a particular a, a particular product, be it food, be it whatever, suddenly starts gaining market share. Everybody else starts looking at them, going, mm-hmm. "Oh, what are they doing? We need to copy that, or well, we need to improve upon that." So if suddenly instead well, of being cheaper like, and whatever, the the buzz even if it was just for Buzz's sake, was, hey, what if we made it better? The, and and there, we got that into everybody's head. You can buy the, the crappy thing there, for a dollar or the better thing for a dollar there, There's companies that are doing that. Um, they just don't have quite the exposure or the imprint that like like Kellogg and all these other companies are able That's to That's what have. I say. What if one of the bigger players Some of them that are has trying. I forget which one it is, but they were actually out... Because um, let's have, face it, they're willing to put you know natural on the label and then one, in one the of name them, of being better. one of them was actually out at um, Gabe and Paul's farm at Nourished by Nature. Uh, they were out at their farm, like learning, like help asking them to teach their like different farmers how to do their practices because they're doing it in a profitable manner, right? Um, and which like without any government subsidy, which I don't know many farmers that can actually claim that. Um, and so they, they don't accept any government. They've been free from government subsidies for five years now. Wow. Right? And and so it, it Whole can show, be. Whole show, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, it can be profitable. It can be done. It's a change of thinking. It's the same thing about, of like, because of, it's the same thing when it comes to medicine. And that's why I get along with, I get along with them so well is because they look at their farming practice from a holistic perspective, from a, from a carpenter perspective, right? Build healthy soil, Right. 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 Um, and in the same way, we look at the human body of like like building a healthy body instead of looking at putting out fires all the time. Right. And so, you know, when you go back to the whole cholesterol thing, it's not, again, it's not about that cholesterol, right? It's about too much inflammation going on in the body unregulated. Now, why can that happen? Foods, it can happen to unrecognized infections, viruses, um, gut infections, right? If your GI health is off, right? We talked about farting last week. <laughs> If you missed that, um, pop it on my page yeah. at <laughs> Um we, we did we, actually. We, God, it's a human We talked function. about stomach I mean, acid. We talked about all those things. You know, and if that's off, that can create a lot of inflammation throughout the body. Now, the other question would be: is is your cholesterol, your cholesterol numbers is a whole another thing that people are truly very much misinformed about. Um, and there, so there's actually, you know, they talk about the lower. Like for some reason, people when they come in. And they're proud of having like a cholesterol, like a total cholesterol, like 120 because they're medicated so much that those numbers are like really low. It's worrisome for me because if that cholesterol is really important for healing and repair and to protect the nervous system, they're ha- basically that whole system is being handcuffed, right? Meaning it's not able, it's you're not causing another problem down the line. Right. You're going to have another problem caused by keeping exactly. the number artificially low right. for um, no apparent reason. Right, and if you look at the research, there's basically looking at people that have lower cholesterol levels have a have a higher mortality rate, meaning more likely to die. And so that that's a whole another whole another conundrum, right? There there's so much conflicting research, and all this goes back to back when the sugar the sugar industry was trying to create a market share, and so they started putting out research that fat was bad, so eat sugar instead. And that whole lie is perpetuated for decades. A lot of this stuff originally came from this guy did this study on, um, he did this study on rabbits, right? Where they were injecting cholesterol and they found that when they injected this cholesterol that it created heart disease in rabbits. 
Okay. But what we know, like obviously, and I hope, that, I mean, people know that rabbits aren't carnivores. Rabbits are herbivores. They eat grass, right? right? right. They eat vegetables. Right. They're not, they're not physiologically designed to consume cholesterol. Right. So why are we using rabbits? Because they wanted to prove a point. And they were able to prove it, right? So they got that. And so but that's not they, a point that translates, though. Well, but they used it. And that's and that's the well, and why that's didn't somebody question and go? <laughs> well, good question. I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive back then when that when that research. I'm sure people were questioning. Or darn it, it he right? would have. But they but didn't anyway. have the voice to actually speak out. Right. They tried to recreate it in dogs and couldn't do the same thing. What does that tell you? Right. It doesn't. And the difference is dogs tra- are carnivores, right? right? They're designed to eat meat. So it humans, humans were omnivores. We're designed to eat both. You know, right. We've been eating both. One thing that we're not really designed. You just got a for, bunch of vegan people mad at you, by the way. <laughs> it's okay. They need to know. <laughs> not that a person can't stay healthy being a vegan, but it's really difficult because there's you know you have to be, be very careful. You're getting a lot of extra nutrients and and with the foods that you're eating and things because it can be really difficult. Um, and that's where a lot of times you'll see people take out meat and they'll substitute it for more grains, which is like pretty much i mean a death sentence right Um, that's a big step backward and that's where you'll you'll see them develop a lot of really nasty uh health problems there's a there's a um a book i read and it was actually very well like referenced and and all that sort of thing but it was called the vegetarian myth and it was written by this lady that basically was vegetarian for a number of years and almost basically like almost drove herself into a grave um until she started eating meat again um, and, mm. and goes through some of the different reasons people like, and, and so she's been on that side of the fence, which I, I can really appreciate. Like the that per, I read it because I wanted to see that perspective. Right, of, that's not the story that gets the bigger headline. Because there's three reasons, right? There's three reasons basically that people will do like a vegetarian diet. One, because they love animals, right? Which is understandable, and, right. they, and they and they believe that they're protecting protecting animals by not eating them. Um, but if you look at the comparison of um, like, like conglomerate like if you look at how many animals are destroyed producing like grains and corn and all these things like mm-hmm. how many mice and how many you know how much it, it how much it, it takes down the number of animals that can live on these 1000 acre plots right you're actually you're actually probably harming animals more by eating nothing but those foods than you are by actually consuming meat hmm the other thing would be for health reasons, which we know is not accurate, right? Right. Um, and then I forget what the other the other reason. Oh, the environment sort of thing. And we know that that's not really accurate either. <laughs> uh, in fact, there's actually See here. I'm trying to help eat the cows and take care of that flatulence. Yeah, problem, there you but... go. Yeah. Well, that's a whole yeah <laughs> interesting thing there. Um, so yeah, and, and so and so when you look even from an environmental perspective. Um, and that's one of the things like that Nourished by Nature talk, talks about is being able to restore land to its original form makes it healthier and is actually better for the environment. Um, and so and so using intensive grazing practices is one way to restore land to its to, to basically repair and heal the soil. Right. And you're seeing people actually be able to do that in like even like it's called desertification, where if we over farm it too much, it becomes desert. And okay. so and so returning it to. Um, and obviously it's a lot more technical than that. I'm kind of, um, just lumping it into one big thing. Right. 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 I don't, I don't mean to do that, but we have limited time. So, um, but, but using intensive cattle rotation can actually be used to restore that land um, to its original 
like healthy form. And part of that reason is because of the ecosystem that it creates, everything from fungus to bacteria to worms to all these different um, and, and Paul can talk about this much more in depth than I ever could because they teach it around the world on how to do this. Um, yeah. and it, cause it's, it's kind of a technical process, but, um, but actually restoring that line to its original form can be really helpful. Why don't all farmers do it? It sounds pretty obvious to, again, I'm um, city boy. I don't know well, the I mean, industry, I, so. But yeah, you, but, like, I mean, I grew you, up on a farm, but like, I mean, it's just everything. It's what I've ever known. Like the first time I walked out on Paul's farm, like I was just like, man, this is like so different. But I was amazed. I had all these questions about, um, you know, like, how do you do this? Like, how do you get by with not using fertilizer and, and all these different things? And, and the more you learn about it, the more you realize like, nature nature will provide if you treat it in, in a way that promotes nature right right and so when you know if you look at his crops and things there's multiple different multiple different crops growing on the same acre so it won't if you look at it you're like that doesn't look like it's going to produce much right like but he's like but when it's got lentils growing when it's got you know all these when it's got three different crops growing on, on it at the same time yeah. You got three different revenue streams and then you got your animals that go on it and, and graze it down and the chickens follow and you have a whole nother two another revenue streams. It's really fascinating. Well, and just you'd think returning soil to its original form in and of itself would make it obvious that yeah, cuz anything else is degrading the soil. You don't yeah. want it degraded. Yeah. So why would you do anything deliberately that degrades the soil? That's a whole nother show. Well, yeah, not, I'm not. The, I'm not definitely the guy to be talking about that because, right. I, like, I I haven't lived it. I've never been in those shoes, um, and so I mean, I that's not really for me to say. Like, but I can coming from my. But health. the thing is, is the, the the farmers are the people who are producing what we eat, and right. if, if better farming means if we better have, eating, right? We have more farmers that are able to do that, and the, and the thing the, the the thing about it is, is like. I see like younger farmers like trying to get into the industry and it's so hard for them. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Never Um, in a million. Because, because of the the profit margins are thin because it's cost so much per acre. It's a big gamble. It's a huge gamble. And and that's where like, if you can, if you can fathom, you know, you don't need a massive amount of acreages to, to produce a profitable living. Right. And that's kind of where, um, and that's one of those things that I've kind of learned from those, um, from those guys. And, um, I mean, if you, I mean, if you're curious about it, reach out to them because they can, I mean, they're, they're definitely, um, definitely willing to help people along that path to figure out how to get it done. And if you want to reach out to him, he's Dr. Steve Nagel, DC, yeah, 180 sure. health solutions, 180healthnow.com. Anything going on folks should know about? Uh, inflammation talk coming up. We get a little bit more into that role of inflammation and how the body heals. I mean, honestly, like there, there is so much misinformation when it comes to health in general, but even the whole like cholesterol myth is just mind blowing. Um, a lot of great resources out there. Check out, check out our website, check out the wellness way, um, check out the wellness way website as well. Lots of great videos there on that dives deeper into cholesterol. We're planning, a we're planning actually a cholesterol education talk over the next couple months here. And, um, I don't have a specific date for it yet. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, just make sure you're diligent in doing your own research and looking into these things because, um, it can definitely make a huge difference. All right. The man we call Dr. Steve on the K-Fire Cafe. 
Thanks, Todd. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.